0: Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things,
1: a weekly podcast doused in alcohol
0: and lit with knowledge. Clinkies!
1: Hello. Hello. What up, everybody? I didn't even know you
0: clicked. Start. I'm very
1: sneaky, very quick with the buttons. <laughs> I'm Tom.
0: I'm Andrea. We're
1: we run the show, and the show is we drink and we know things. <laughs> the, the podcast. podcast. Oh. <laughs> what up? This is number fifty-four. 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 Yes, what? I double checked.
0: Why do I feel like we were further in?
1: Because we do bonus episodes, and a bunch of yeah. weird shits. We have like a hundred episodes. Yeah, that's true. Um, man, so it's hot as shit. And in Kentucky, Kentucky. Huh? it's so. St- <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> it. It's like two peas in a pod. Honestly, it's so fucking spicy outside. I've been so upset about it.
0: Yeah. And when you... Oh, okay. Cracking into that Bud Cracking Light. Cracking
1: into a little Bud Light. <clears throat> and
0: obviously, we're following rules and wearing masks. And
1: and we. I hope y'all are too. I know it sucks in those yeah. masks. Y'all got to smell your own breath. As much as it I'll be sucks. eating Arby's and putting the mask right back on. Gross. It's gnarly. But we got to do it. Yeah. We got to do it.
0: It just makes you sweat a little bit more.
1: I work in a kitchen right now at mm-hmm. the distillery. Yeah. with that mask on and a hat on, and I have about ten pounds of hair. You don't have to wear a hat. Well, food say either hat or a hairnet. Oh, really? Yeah, man, you would just want all this hair hanging out. Anyway. I guess I didn't think about that. You're not gonna yeah. wear a hairnet. I'm not never net. gonna wear a hairnet. Net. They almost made me wear a beard net, and I was like, I'll just wear the mask. Oh, true. The mask will cover the. Come yeah. on. So yeah, it's the it's apocalyptically humid here in Kentucky. So wherever y'all are, hope it's not ball sweat hot where you are. <laughs> and if it is, I hope you're staying cool.
0: Yeah. If you're new here, welcome.
1: Yeah, man. If you're
0: not, welcome back. Yay. Hello.
1: Welcome on back. Come on in. We're going to tell some stories this evening.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you have never listened to our podcast, uh, Tom tells me a story I apparently don't know about or I don't think I know about. Apparently. And I tell him a story I don't. I mean, he doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. I definitely know what I'm telling him. Yeah, I hope you. I don't most of the time. <laughs> but
1: yeah. So we cover all kinds of stuff from conspiracies to true crime to ghosts to aliens. To, yeah. You know, all that. You all know. kinds of stuff yeah There's been some man crazy
0: things going on the world,
1: the world has been wild
0: like the so
1: it's middle of july for us right now i don't know when y'all are listening but it's middle yeah. of july for us right now
0: the death of the glee star naya rivera yeah that was such a freaking crazy crazy do you i mean i'm sure everybody's heard about it but if you haven't she rented a little boat with her uh little young son, son.
1: yeah dude was young
0: yeah like four yeah that's four, a little baby boy Four, six. Yeah. four. i think four and she, the little boy got back in the boat and she didn't. And they just found her body. And oh my gosh. What was, I was going to tell you, which is crazy. Something mm-hmm. else that's crazy. Cause there's, there's a lot of stuff about Glee in general. That, like, yeah. People, like, we were kind of talking last
1: night about how it's, yeah, it's, how it's cursed. Yeah.
0: And her body like was found. She was officially pronounced dead on the seventh anniversary of, uh, the other co-star Corey who died.
1: What? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's crazy. And didn't she Corey sing Long-teeth? like a, didn't she sing like a song or something that was like related to like drowning in a river like drowning or something yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of weird fringe conspiracy theories going on right now i think i think a lot of it comes from a lot of us are very restless and maybe a lot of us are very astute maybe it's all real but there's also something weird going on with britney spears
0: oh my god okay we're thinking about talking about this as it like an episode listen
1: as a kid i fucking loved britney spears
0: yeah but not for like not
1: for like the bops yeah, but like she was cute, bro. of course.
0: I'm- yeah, there's this whole <laughs> fucking free thing. Britney man. The, ha- the hashtag free Britney. Her
1: team like took the hashtag down too. How can you? do they that? They deconstructed the hashtag. I read it in a thing today.
0: How can you do that when people just use it?
1: Yeah, if we could just like make it not. I guess it just it doesn't. Comp- it's not clickable or whatever. Huh? Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I didn't know that. I'm was not smart an enough. I don't
1: fucking know. But yeah, I barely can fucking put hashtags in our Instagram.
0: <laughs> she's in a conservative what is it called conservatorship
1: conservatorship yeah const const her pops is in charge of her essentially is what it boils down to yeah. all of her decisions and if you
0: just go look at her instagram she posts
1: some weird t- shit weird
0: shit and people are just like wear yellow if you if you need to be if you need help and, and she then, shows like, up she in
1: all yellow in the and next video
0: so bizarre, but and I mean,
1: she was also raised in celebrity. Has been known to have mental health issues. Well, yeah, she like, like all the whole thing where stuff. she shaved her
0: head and hit a paparazzi uh, with an umbrella. They had
1: it coming. Those motherfuckers never left, never left her alone. No,
2: never no, no. alone. Leave Britney alone. Leave
0: <laughs> Britney alone. <laughs> 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 but yeah, oh, I don't gosh. know. We're thinking about talking about it. Y'all I think we're thinking about talking think.
1: about a few things that have been happening recently, but haven't really made the plunge yeah we'll see yeah there's some stuff with cabinets going on if <laughs> <laughs> you guys are up on that oh geez oh, gee. oh
0: geez uh also, also i don't know also
1: from, okay
0: we finished the second season of dirty john. john
1: which it, it just real quick Crunches demolished the first season. season stop it <laughs> we're both supposed to, we're not supposed to say the same thing the whole time <laughs> K- killed it made it, yeah. the first season sucked comparatively the, good season yeah but it sucked by comparison I,
0: well okay yeah
1: everybody acted their asses off
0: well i love freaking christian slater you
1: do love christian slater he's,
0: he's been a gem yeah i mean he, i haven't i told you he's the he's his one of his movies was it him i don't know christian slater and john travolta face off oh uh, no broken, broken arrow. arrow broken arrow was the f- first time i ever said the word fuck
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you have it. I was me that. watching it with my family. Yeah.
0: And oh, fuck. I was like, they said fuck, and I was like, ha, fuck. That's funny. And my dad was like, oh,
2: you you and own. I immediately
0: bawled my eyes out.
2: Because <laughs> you're a sweet little creature.
0: <laughs> but it's good. If you haven't watched it, it's on USA. It's it, good. And tonight, uh, which is going to be July 15th for us, yeah. uh, they are on Oxygen. They're having, and we're not getting paid to do, promote this. We're just. But very imagine nice.
1: if we were.
0: <laughs> They're doing. An Oxygen Snapped special on Betty Broderick, which is what the whole second season of Jersey yeah, was about. Yeah, so bets. I'm, I'm so excited to watch I'm it. I'm
1: hyped to watch it, yeah.
0: But Amanda Peet plays her. And she's so good. She's so good. She's, she's so good.
1: She's like, amazing. Uh, yeah. She's really. amazing in it. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much, that's pretty much rundown of our fucking, what's good right now. I'm full right now from the ribs that I just made. You're
0: very excited about the ribs that you made. They were good. I wish
1: that you would have said I was that oh, you I were was. so excited.
0: They were very good. Were really I thought good. they were fire. They were really good. The, and you, the homemade barbecue sauce. You I made was it all. I did it all. I did the whole thing. I mean, I was just happy to be able to just come home and not have to do everything and not have to cook dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoy cooking, but it was nice to like not have to cook dinner. Yeah, I had and a then half Start day. my research. I Had yeah. a
1: half day, so I was ready to knock some shit out. Still didn't mow the lawn. The Milan still looks the Milan. The Milan. Hmm. <laughs> let's get down oh Oh, shit no the lawn just sucks right now i have not i've been i haven't mowed in like a month it's a jungle it's terrible yeah and like there's like a whole under under like brush bed of of just dog poop because the grass (laughs) is too tall for me to pick it up it's a nightmare anybody want to come over and help me mow the lawn? (laughs) hit me up but yeah so uh as again this is 54 episode 54 and i think i go first Uh this time i have a story for you i think so Yes, let's crack this bottle of wine and get into it
0: oh yeah we have a special bottle of vino yes.
1: that we're gonna crack into yes it's the uh Ooh. we've 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 acquired our own bottle of the Maison number no. nine the
0: post Malone one. posty
1: wine we
0: we actually we tried it once but we were pretty inebriated yeah I think we talked I about it we, we got did, fucked we did talk about up it. Yes. yeah
1: we went to a hipster wine shop we were our fucked friend
0: up. took the cork off and Shattered one of our wine glasses with it. He was try- a glass he wanted bottle. to do like a dramatic like yeah. for the
1: gram, opening up yeah. because of- it's a glass cork. Yeah, I'm so it's a little bit of a different vibe. Right Andrea is working on it right now.
0: Oh! oh, nice! That scared me for a second. I thought it broke.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so
1: it's gonna- a little bit of a rosé. It's lovely. Yeah. If you're in Louisville, hit us up. I'll tell you where you can find it. Oh, the sound effects! What are you doing? Pour a real glass. What That's are
0: you even- just try it i want to pour you pour milk. me a
1: real one though I'm pour you a real i'm one. going first i going to get thirsty
0: oh oh shit sat, Almost about side effects <laughs> <laughs> um All right, hold on.
1: dizziness hold on. nausea nausea um, a little bit of discombobulation Although the
0: bottle slick though oh it's super clean. slick
1: it's super slick and super clean
0: All
1: right, give me a clinky oh yes let's do it here we go Oh. <laughs> here we go a little slip a little slip up Uh-oh. Ew. I regret doing that. Yeah, it's good. It's super good. Crispy, clean. Got a little apple notes. Not too sweet. <laughs> nice and ni- nice, nice to wet the palate before I talk about something very. Serious. Yeah, we could get it at just like
0: our local place now. We yeah, we made it, a so. big
1: deal out about finding it, and yeah. now it was it was literally at the liquor store that we go to. Yeah. too often. Yeah. Okay. So
0: anyway, try it if you like rosé. Yeah, it's really, it's
1: really good, man. It's it's a good wine. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm excited for you to tell me something. You go first.
1: I don't know why, but I always put I know I always say, but I always put like stupid exposition at first. Tonight on tonight on We Drink If We Know Things the podcast. So this week I've decided to take a little detour from my usual stuff and talk about something, or rather someone, relatively close to home. This evening (laughs) we're gonna be talking about a man named Daniel Harvey.
0: Daniel Harvey?
1: Yeah, so he was born near in Kentucky, or sorry, in in Ohio, okay. near Cincinnati in 1952. Okay, he dropped out of school in the ninth grade. He was a great student, no problems. He up until was just then. was just bored with school, I guess. Quit, and he at a certain point after ninth grade moved to Cincinnati, and then ends up moving to uh, Kentucky. When his grandfather is sick and dying and goes to Marymount, which is this hospital where he eventually began working hmm. at the Marymount Hospital at the age of 18.
0: Wow. With no high school
2: education.
1: No credentials. No. And so just aside, like, he was known as like a quiet dude, a teacher's pet, um, huh. didn't really do extracurriculars, which is kind of a nerd, but and had no problems in school, just dropped out. Yeah. Okay. So it's not,
0: sometimes it's just not for everybody.
1: So, yeah, he's like going to this hospital to see his grandfather who's passing. And, you know, in the time that he's spending time there, he gets to know some of the nurses and orderlies and stuff there. And they offer him a job. Wow. So at the age what of eighteen super big come up of a ninth was grade education,
0: the, he said he's born in the 50s. So 19, been-
1: 9, April, May 1952. Yeah. And OK. So, so it would have
0: been almost the 70s now, when he's working.
1: Yeah. Right? Yes.
0: 62, 62, 70, because he's almost 20. So it's yeah. like 1970, I guess.
1: Yeah, probably would have been right right around there.
0: I was trying to think of like, what I was trying to think of what time it was. It would be like 69 or 70. Or like how he would have been, it would have been okay. Because right now you wouldn't be able to get a job at a fucking hospital. You can't
1: get a fucking job anywhere unless you have, a, you know, a lot of Definitely education. Definitely not 18 with no high school diploma. For sure. So during an evening shift, just a few short months... Of working at the hospital, mm-hmm. Donald Harvey committed his first murder. <gasps> Years later, in a 1997 interview with the Cincinnati Post reporter Dan Horn, Harvey described it when. So with the, it was this was a Cincinnati Post reporter Dan Horn, and Donald Harvey describes the murder like this.
0: Wow. What? I feel like this sounds a little bit familiar, but I just don't, I don't talk, I think, I think I have, I have an idea. Stop. <laughs> I think I have an idea, but I'm not
1: 100%. Okay. If you, if you catch on, just tell me. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm already almost finished. So. No, you're not. <laughs> When he walked into a private room to check on a stroke victim, the patient rubbed feces in his face. Ew. Harvey became angry and lost all control.
0: Well, I get, I get, getting, I get being angry but Donald together. Harvey
1: said the next thing I'd knew I'd smothered him. <gasps> he said it was like the last straw. I just lost it. I went in there to help the man and he wants to rub that in my face. Ew. Following the murder, Harvey cleaned up the patient and hopped into the shower before notifying the nurses. No one ever questioned it. He said,
0: well, got, I got mean, away with
1: it, you know."
0: he could have just stopped breathing.
1: <clears throat> he later confessed that during the 10 month period, he worked at the hospital he killed at least a dozen patients.
0: Jesus Christ!
1: His second victim was killed in the room with Danny George, who was a twelve-year-old child. He didn't kill the kid. He was in the the, the kid, kid was, was in the, the room. room. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. My
0: god, that's a witness. Yeah.
1: Harvey was insistent that he killed purely out of a sense of empathy for the suffering of those that were terminally uh-huh. ill. Okay. So he has sort of this like I'm doing like a like, god complex e- or yeah yeah. Or like this, I'm just helping, euthanasia, blah, 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 uh, Dr. Kevorks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, he also- admit- not allowed, buddy. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. He also admitted that many of the killings he committed were due to anger at the victim. Okay. So, so either maybe- I'm trying to send you into the next world peacefully or you fucking- Hey, you eat that goddamn jello. I bring you a fucking jello cup. You eat the- Sounds to me like he
0: was maybe um, not a very ha- uh, sane, happy person.
1: Mmm, buddy. And
0: wasn't really helping anybody. Mmm, buddy. So on March 31st,
1: 1971, 1971. So you were right on the mark there. It was around 1969, 1970. He gets this job. Yeah. A drunk and disorderly Harvey, which Uh-oh. is Donald. Yep. Don, Donnie, was arrested for burglary. While being questioned about the crime, Harvey began babbling incoherently about the murders he had committed.
0: Oh, mm. okay.
1: <laughs> this part, oh gosh, this always gets me. The arresting officers looked into his claims and questioned him extensively about him, but in the end were unable to find any substantial evidence to back them up or charge him with any crime relating to them.
0: What about the fact that he worked at the hospital and they where were all dead. these deaths and happen, they were dead, and he confessed to killing
1: him. Yup. A few weeks later, he went to trial for the burglary charges and pleaded guilty to a reduced charge of petty theft. After wow. paying a small fine for his indiscretion, Harvey decided it was time for a change of scenery and he enlisted in the United States Air Force. Okay. So he murks a bunch of people, gets drunk and robs something somewhere sometime and gets uh-huh, caught. huh Drunkenly, when he's been arrested for burglary, starts confessing to all these at least 12 murders.
0: That's insane. But they're
1: like, you're just drunk.
0: Yeah, but you're you didn't do fucked that. up. You're just you. You're just sad you're f- because patients died. Yeah,
1: you you just feel responsible.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yeah. So he serves for about a year in the air force, but he's discharged.
0: So I guess you don't have to have a high school diploma to get into the military.
1: Maybe not in the '70s. Sure. Okay. Maybe not during like Vietnam. Yeah. Well, I guess it, Vietnam would have been over by then. But you know, I'm su- I'm sure standards have changed. Yeah. So on March 31st of night, 19- I already said that part. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he serves for about a year and is discharged. He's not dishonorably discharged. Okay. But he is discharged. And there's no official sort of record for why. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of people say that his superiors heard about these murder alleg- these murder Plains. confessions. Yeah. And we're like, we don't want any part of this, dude. Yikes. Yeah. We're the Air Force... I mean, you can't even smoke pot and get into the Air Force these days. Like, they don't fuck no, around. I know. You guys. Okay.
0: But I think you can smoke weed and get in any.
1: Uh... <clears throat> you can't if you're good Not at initially. It. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they say that, they, that that was maybe one of the reasons they kicked him out again. I, I don't know. I don't have any frame of reference for that. There's also. Whoa. I'm just, fuck that paper. <laughs> uh, there's also stuff that's going to come out a little later that might be one of the reasons that he okay. gets discharged. Uh, but that's again, that's all hearsay. We don't we don't actually know that. OK, so he was dealing with depression. Uh, I don't know if it was maybe some regret from the murders of <laughs> killing like a shitload of people. But in July of 1972, 1972, he I'm getting worse about that.
0: I, I really am enjoying it. You're not saying <laughs> it so often.
1: <laughs> uh, he admits himself to the VA Medical Hospital oh, Okay. for Good. mental health. Good for you, buddy. Yeah.
2: I mean, well, you, you at kind this of point, suck, but...
1: <laughs> I mean, everybody deserves mental health. Yeah, However, sure. don't kill a bunch of fucking people. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get into how he kills people a little later on. Great. Crazy. So, he's in and out of the hospital a few times, but while he's in treatment, he does receive 21 electric shock therapy treatments. Oh, Which just stood no. out to me. I felt like that was a lot. Yeah. I'm going to fucking fry your pan, buddy. So, that between 1972 and 1975, he's in and out of mental hospitals, kind of out of work, okay. and just not generally having a good time. Yeah. So Is he,
0: Do we know his living situation?
1: I don't in that time. I think he was maybe living with his mom, living with his family. Okay. So, in September 1975, I'm back, Harvey moved to Cincinnati, which... Geographically from us is like two hours away.
0: Yeah, not even.
1: Not even within weeks, he got Ten a job hour. working night shift at the VA medical hospital.
0: Oh no, I had a feeling you were going to say he another got a job hospital at job. The job. VA hospital. And
1: he's not a nurse. He's not even he's in not, the military. He's not in the military. I think that if you get discharged, you like pretty good to get. I don't know, but I feel like it's probably easier to get jobs within the VA. Well, if yeah, you've been a, the VA, if you've been in the service, yeah. yeah. So he has he has no credentials to work in the health field other than he already has. Yeah. Jeez. So Harvey's duties varied and he performed several different tasks depending on where he was needed at the time. He worked as a nursing assistant, housekeeping aide, cardiac categorization technician, and an autopsy assistant. I
0: think this last two are things that he should not be doing.
1: I personally don't ever want Donnie sticking anything up my, my guy, my dude. What? I don't want a catheter from Donnie.
0: Is that? Oh, is that what? Oh, is catheterization. That what that was? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. The way you said it, I didn't. I totally. Well, didn't. I
1: said it like shit because I've never said the word out loud. <laughs> uh, so Harvey. Oh, in
0: autopsies.
1: So Harvey had found his niche. Yeah. And wasted little time starting in where he had left off.
0: Oh no. Since he
1: worked at night, he had very little supervision and unlimited access. Unlimited access. To virtually all areas of the hospital. Great. What could go wrong? Good. Everything's fine. Oh. So, over the next 10 years, (gasps) Harvey murdered at least 15 patients while working at the hospital. What the fuck? He kept a precise diary of his crimes and took notes on each victim, detailing how he murdered them, pressing a plastic bag and wet towel over the mouth and nose. Sprinkling rat poison <gasps> in a patient's dessert.
0: Oh, oh! You let him get through the whole meal.
1: You gotta hit him on the. You gotta hit him on the jello. Hit him on too. the pudding. Hit him on the pud. Don't hit him on the pud now. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's the new ham sandwich right there. <laughs> if you haven't commented on our podcast, it's either ham sandwich or don't put it in the pud.
0: No, it's not. We're don't put it in. the <laughs> I want to see a I comment that. that says don't put, don't put it in the pud. way too close to don't put it the something. In else. the what, babe? A word I
1: don't use. <laughs> in the pud. <laughs> okay back to b- this is serious oh well, that's a dip a tit dip a tit in that shit. hit us up y'all that's a shameless plug in the middle of a story uh <laughs> so yeah he kept a precise diary he was also uh adding arsenic and cyanide to orange juice shit. um injecting cyanide into intravenous <gasps> tubes no injecting cyanide into a patient's buttocks
0: oh okay wait side note i was listening to a podcast the other day and they were, they were talking about...
1: I was good. My throat was getting dry. Oh,
0: okay. They were talking about like just crazy ways that people have died and stuff, you know? And one was like this woman was like a nurse was like, I guess, sleep deprived. Wasn't paying attention and actually injected the patient with soup in, in, <laughs> instead of like whatever. That's terrible. That's and killed them. They died from That's... getting injected with soup.
1: Don't fuck with the clam chowder at the hospital.
2: Ugh. Anyway, oh I hate this.
1: All the while Harvey was committing his crimes, he was refining his techniques by studying medical journals for underlying hints on how to conceal his crimes.
0: Good Lord. Over the years. Make sure he doesn't get drunk again, I guess.
1: Jesus. Oh, that, that's the only instance of that.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: You know? Over the years, he amassed an astounding 30 pounds of cyanide.
2: What the fuck?
1: Which he slowly pilfered from the hospital and kept it at his house just because.
0: That is so much.
1: Typically, Harvey, who's Donnie, Donnie Harvey, would mix a vial of cyanide or arsenic at home and then bring it to work. When no one was around, he would slip the mixture into his victim's food or pour it directly into their gastric tubes. Oh, no. Just like intravenous, fucking you up. That
0: is not fun. No
1: way. However, so there's a lot. Listen, as you will, if you listen, I'm very thorough. Okay. (laughs) Everyone... So there's a lot more to this, but he didn't just limit his murders to uh, in the ha- I- at work. Oh. So when he suspected his lover and roommate, which I feel like just his lover, I don't know why they use roommate, Carl Howler, who's a dude. Probably
0: that was why they say roommate, because in the 70s.
1: It wasn't as cool. It wasn't
0: like, oh, yeah. your boyfriend? It was like Which is one of those like, roommate? don't ask, don't tell yeah. things for
1: why he might have been discharged from the military. Oh, I don't know. Um, but he suspected his lover... Carl Howler, of infidelity, he poisoned his food with arsenic so that he was so sick he couldn't leave the crib. Fuck. Didn't kill him.
0: Like, you're not going to go cheat on me, bud. You're going <laughs> to sit here and You're going to be, be too busy
1: dying. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, he poisoned two of his neighbors, sickening one, Diane Alexander, by putting hepatitis serum in her drink and killing the other, Helen Metzger, by putting arsenic in her
2: pie. What the fuck?
1: he also killed howlers who's his lover his boy his his person killed howler's father with arsenic so this guy fucked with arsenic yeah dude arsenic cyanide this guy's a murderer well
0: obviously this guy's already got like
1: 30 under the fucking belt right here i mean this is incredible What, what
0: is that one hepatitis what
1: it was hepatitis serum what is that well i guess if you don't have hepatitis it's not good for you
0: Oh, is it like a cure? And she
1: and ing- well, it probably wasn't meant to be drank with a fucking gin and tonic as well.
0: <laughs> oh. I'm
1: just being presumptuous. I don't know if that's what she drank. I don't have that detail. Yikes! Uh, yeah, so there's there's also uh, tales of him um, administering fluid tainted with hepatitis and or HIV.
0: Oh, my God. Which
1: resulted in a hepatitis infection, but no HIV infection and illness other rather than death. All just all kind of crazy, crazy shit that he did to people. Yeah. Unchecked, unprovocated. No worries. He just did this shit.
0: Jesus.
1: We're going to fast forward to 1985. So this is 10 years that he's been working at the VA Medical Hospital. Okay. He starts working there at 75. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Kills 15 motherfuckers. Jesus. Then goes on.
0: Maybe you don't call them motherfuckers. They were
1: just humans. (laughs) I don't know how many mothers they, that's besides the point. They were people.
0: Oh, my God. I'm
1: sorry, just making light. I don't do this kind of story No, you don't. Uh, So, while he was leaving work on the 18th of July, 1985. Okay. Security guards noticed Harvey acting suspiciously. And decided to search a gym bag he was carrying with him.
0: Wow, alright, finally. Some some somebody...
1: damn he's only been up to it for fucking thirty years. Opening their eyes. 20 a years, little whatever, bit. Jesus. Oh my god. So inside the satchel, the guards discovered a thirty-eight caliber pistol, hypodermic needles, uh... surgical scissors and gloves, a cocaine spoon, various medical texts, two occult books. Oh fuck! You know that I, you know that I gravitate towards that shit, and a biography of serial killer Charles Sobrash. I don't know who that is. I don't either. So he was fined fifty dollars for carrying a like, firearm. Dude,
0: you're gonna keep all that in one bag? That's
1: a little bit suspect. I like mean, if I'm on. the fucking guards that are like that, that dude who sweeps the floor and gives people catheters sweeps the floor. Seen, well, no, but he did whatever they said. No, like I it's not sound like you said sweeps the floor. You don't sweep. You put the soup on the floor and you, <laughs> it cleans it. It's a deep clean. You
0: sweep the floor. Yeah, it's good. But yeah. you we,
1: we, look And sweet. you find needles, Coke, a Coke spoon, which I feel like is for crack.
0: Yeah, what does that, that look
1: like? I don't know. I always just like have done it off a table. Tom!
0: What? Uh, <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. So yeah, the occult books, a biography of a serial killer, all this various yeah, medical books.
2: The biography and he's,
1: and he's like acting creepy.
0: I say the be the, the biographies a bit, but he had fucking syringes. What am I talking about?
1: Yeah, I mean, but if anybody looked at our browser history, I mean we're both going. Yeah, around. that
0: was his his gym bag was essentially his browser history. He had to have exactly. the, pa- the paper Exactly. Dude, exactly.
1: Yeah. But he had needles and all kinda of shit I know. in there. Like, why does he have that? Oh my god. So what happens is Harvey was given the option to quietly resign from his job I, rather than being fired. Wow. And so you often see that with like tenured employees and you know, teachers and stuff that do fucked up shit, and they're like, yo, just resign because we don't want the controversy. Yeah. We'll still give you a good review. Just get the fuck out of here. We don't want the press. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out.
0: Yeah. So that's well, kind of that, what I think happened. Didn't, I mean, I feel like a lot of that happened with. um,
1: There's a, a dirty. um, Dr. Death. Dr. Death. Yeah. Yeah. They just kept giving him like glowing recommendation after glowing yeah. recommendation because they didn't want to admit. They didn't
0: want to deal with it. That or, they'd been yeah.
1: fucking up. And I think this is. And that's. This is a hospital
0: too. Yeah. Guys.
1: Jesus. Wow. Uh, so nothing about the incident was ever noted in his work record, and hospital authorities did not open an investigation to determine if Harvey had committed any other crimes while working at the hospital.
0: Even though he had like a, like a drug Syringes, paraphernalia,
1: co- uh, g- drug paraphilic gun.
0: Well, you could, have, you could be allowed to have a gun. Not, in, not hospital, in a hospital, you can't? Right.
1: That's a federal... No, nah, that's a big no. Nah, hell yeah. to the no. Nah yeah, now, yeah, buddy.
0: yeah, That's true. I forgot he was coming out of the hospital with it.
1: So he's kind of in limbo for the next few little um, weeks and months. So, in, so seven months later, in February 1986, Harvey once again got work at a local hospital. Oh,
2: my God. Because
1: there's nothing bad in his record, right? He worked at the VA hospital for 10 years, Shows up with all this shit, and they're just like, get the fuck out. Yeah. So Jeez. he was he was hired as a part-time nurse's aide at Cincinnati's Drake oh. Memorial. Jon Snow, you fuck up the vibe, man.
0: Sorry. He, That's got to stay pulled in. pulled my mic down. Jon
1: Snow says hi. He's a part of the podcast. He
0: got caught on my cord and completely ripped my mic and away from asshole. my face.
1: He's a sweet boy. So, apparently, his, his new employers at the Cincinnati Drake's Memorial Hospital were completely unaware for the reasoning of why he was fired previously. Wow. Yeah, and his record did... had nothing but glowing things to say about But him.
0: they knew he was fired?
1: They just knew he wasn't working there anymore. Okay. It's like one of those things, like, if you call the previous employer, they can only say, would you rehire him, yes or no? They can't be like, well, why? What they happened?
0: can't be like, well, they were nah. fired."
1: No. No, you could just say he's not eligible to be rehired. We would not rehire him. Huh. So... Uh what I mean and, like you
0: would definitely be able to figure out if somebody was fired or quit from On the
1: low, but not on the books, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not long so he goes hard, he just does whatever they say, whenever, whatever. He's been in the hospitals his whole life, he knows how to work in one. Yeah. So before long, he's a full time employee. And over the next so keep in mind, the la- when he was at the VA, he was there ten years, he killed fifteen people.
0: Jesus. Okay, ten yeah. years, fifteen yeah. people. Yeah.
1: First time, first hospital it was twelve. One year, twelve people.
0: Whoa. Yeah.
1: So this time, because he was he was battling it. Like I don't think he wanted to do it. Like he was mm-hmm. in and out of mental hospitals. He was trying to fight it, trying to come back. Well, combat. it seemed like initially, whatever. He, Fuck this guy. Maybe first initially
0: he tried to be like an angel of death. Of like that's
1: exactly what this story is called. Really, he's known as the angel of death. Okay. A lot of like nurse serial, ki- like hospital based serial killers are called the Angel yeah. of Death. This guy's the Kentucky Angel of
0: Death. Oh, I forgot that it's like
2: he.
1: Yeah, he's from he's a, he essentially grew up in Kentucky. He's operating in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, Cincinnati yeah. Cincinnati is like literally pretty much Kentucky. Like when you really break it yeah. down, so yeah. He's working at this hospital. He murders in 13 months. He murders another 23 people.
0: Oh my God. By
1: disconnecting life support machines, injecting air into veins, suffocation, and injections of arsenic, cyanide, and petroleum based cleansers.
2: Fuck. He
1: kills so many motherfuckers, dude. So many people. I'm sorry. Jesus. I just get passionate. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He kills so many people.
0: Ugh. he's In got such a body ways, like, and
1: he he's either like i was doing them a favor or they didn't eat their goddamn pud the
0: whole like air pudding it, that's oh. like isn't that like so 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 painful and
1: i'm sure there were people that were cognitive like cognitive and like yeah. aware of well, what I'm was sure happening he, i'm sure
0: he picked like elderly people who were really sick He'd, where it looked like
1: that's a big piece they were to like, investigate it yeah like uh hospital serial killers say it's the easiest place to be a serial killer because so many people die all the time yeah. A lot of people just go there to die.
0: I don't know that it would be the easiest now.
1: Not Well, I would fucking hope not. I never want to go to the hospital again. I feel like everybody's just a fucking serial <sighs> killer or a fake surgeon. But again, then again, I only listen to podcasts. So, the beginning of the end came in March 1987. An autopsy of John Powell, who had died abruptly after spending several months on life support due to a motorcycle accident... Which I'm still getting one. No, you're not. <laughs> Revealed large amounts of cyanide Fuck. in his system. So this dude's been essentially in a vegetative state yeah. for months and months and months. Dies suddenly and he's just chock full of cyanide.
0: Oh my God. It's
1: enough to kill a fucking bi- a, a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey became a person of interest when investigators learned he'd been forced to revine- resign. Resign. Resen- <laughs> mm. <laughs> when he'd been forced to resign from the Cincinnati VA hospital after he was caught stealing body parts for occult rituals. What? But we have earlier that he was fired for all of the carrying the gun and the occult books and stuff. So, well,
0: Was there a leg next to the occult book?
1: <laughs> it was a dick.
0: I mean, Jesus. It was, yeah,
1: body parts. Uh, attempting. I think he was attempting to steal body parts. Oh, my God. Parts, yeah.
0: At the time,
1: most hospitals did not vet orderlies as closely as doctors or nurses.
0: Clearly. When
1: they brought him in for questioning, he confessed to Powell's murder, claiming he'd killed Powell with cyanide. Yikes. So then there's this reporter or a a radio show host called Pat Minarchin. Minarchin. Pat Minarchin. Uh, In Cincinnati. And he delved into Harvey's history. He didn't think that this guy had only killed one person. Right? He found it hard to believe that someone who had spent almost two decades caring for patients could just suddenly kill someone without ever having done it before. Uh Uh-huh. During his report on the night of- such a brutal way. Yeah, Jesus. During his report on the night of Harvey's arrest, uh, Manarchin asked on air if there had been any other deaths. It turned out that several nurses at Drake, which is the who hospital, who did he ask
0: on air to? Uh,
1: bra, 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 and on our I, th- I think he had just asked it in general, like as a part of his exposition, oh. like has anyone else? Oh, I didn't know if he was like doing an interview or
2: something. Okay. Yeah.
1: So it turned out that several nurses at the Drake Hospital, which was the last one that he was at, had noticed a spike in deaths for at least seven months. They'd raised concerns with administrators, but it had been ordered to keep quiet, not wanting a chance that Harvey would be acquitted. They reached out to Menarchin for help, telling him that there was evidence that Harvey killed at least 10 more people. Wow. That's that's not the hospital. That's the nurses and shit that work there. For
0: sure. Yeah. At least they're trying to do something.
1: Yeah. So over the next month, Menarchin... Man, he's got a tricky ass last name to say 27 times. Delved into the suspicious deaths, he had massed enough evidence to air a half hour special report. Detailing evidence that linked Harvey to at least 24 murders in a four year period.
0: Oh my God. 24. That is so much. What the fuck? That's so much. That's a lot.
1: What is it? Six people a year. Yeah. Killing six six people a year. We drink we know things. We don't drink and math things, so don't fuck with Oh, well, it
0: day. is? It's like somewhere like around like 6- 6... 12,
1: 18, 24. Yeah, it's like yeah. 6 a year. Jesus. Mm-hmm. He had been able to stay under the radar in part because he worked in an area of Drake's where patients were not expected to survive. I
0: mean, if he did one like every two months. Sure. Yeah, that's how it would work. Yeah, be about right. Yikes.
1: Can you imagine? I can't do anything that frequently. <laughs> we barely get this podcast out that frequently. <laughs> So, when Harvey's court appointed lawyer, Bill Whalen, was briefed in advance about Menarchin's findings, he immediately asked Harvey if he'd killed anyone else. Harvey replied, Wouldn't that that be your first question? Question number Hey, I'm your lawyer. Okay. Hi, I'm Bill. Uh, Let me ask you something. How many motherfuckers. I'm
0: gonna need you to be honest. How many, how with many me? people
1: have you killed?
0: <laughs> what is up with me and motherfuckers I don't today? Know.
1: Jesus, I'm so sorry. Especially
0: like if that was the the lawyer being like, <laughs> how well, many, many motherfuckers? How many of these motherfuckers
1: <laughs> did you? How many humans that deserve dignity did you kill? <laughs> oh my gosh! And by his estimate, okay, by Donnie's estimate, he'd kill as many as seventy people. <sighs> Can you imagine?
0: Doing 70
1: it? <laughs> 70. I mean, just look, no. imagine what that would look like. Just 70 dead bodies.
0: That's so crazy. To be
1: responsible for that many deaths. Whalen knew that if prosecutors could link Harvey to more than one murder, Harvey could get the death penalty. In a bid to save his client's life, he offered prosecutors a deal if the death penalty was taken off the table. Oh, man. Harvey would accept a sentence of life in pr- imprisonment and confess to all of his murders.
0: Holy shit.
1: The prosecutors agree... In a marathon session with prosecutors, Harvey admitted to killing 24 people.
0: That's it? That's all he admitted to was 24? Well,
1: I mean, shit. I mean, after a certain point, maybe that's just the ones he could put together, you know, factually. Well, you
0: said he kept notes.
1: Meticulously, apparently. yeah. Yeah.
0: After a certain period of time.
1: (laughs) Yeah uh in August 1987 Harvey pled guilty to 24 counts of first degree murder Oh my murder. god In accordance with the plea agreement he was sentenced to three concurrent terms of life in prison The plea agreement allowed prosecutors to seek the death penalty if more murders came to light Oh shit With this in mind that November Harvey pled guilty um in grand court to killing nine or sorry in circuit court to killing nine patients at Marymount in the 70s he was sentenced to life plus 20 years to run concurrently with the Ohio sentence because mounts in Kentucky. Okay. So that's another 20 fucking murders so or he, another nine murders. I'm so sorry. That he admitted to. Yeah. Ultimately Harvey or was convicted for convicted right? for. Yeah. Ultimately Harvey pled guilty to 37. Oh murders. my God. However, he did confess to killing as many as 50 people.
0: That is so much.
1: So, yeah, he was incarcerated. So, we don't
0: know. We don't know how many he killed. It, it could have been, been 50, been 50 60, twice, 70. Yeah, could have been. We don't know.
1: could have been that many. could have been more. So, he's incarcerated in Ohio, was incarcerated in Ohio, where he had been admitted in October 26, 1987. Uh, on March 28, 2017, authorities reported that Harvey had been found in his cell severely beaten. Oh. He died on March 30, 2017. Wow. On May 3rd, 2019, fellow inmate James Elliott was charged with aggravated murder, murder, and other charges related to the death of Donald Harvey.
0: Holy cow!
1: So that is the story of the Angel of Death of Kentucky. Wow, Donald Harvey. And just for a little, sp- sp- a little spritz on the top, uh, here's some other hospital-bound serial killers. Uh, Richard Angelo from Long Island, New York, killed at least 10 10 people. Orville Lynn Majors from Clinton, Indiana, at least 130. No. Okay. Uh, Roberto Diaz, Riverside, California, 12 murders. Brian Rosenfield of Florida, 23 possible murders. Michael Swango of New York, at least four. Efren Saldivar in California, six murders. Beverly Alit from Britain, at least four murders. Janine Jones of Texas, at least 20 murders. And Jane Topan of Massachusetts, at least 31 murders. And that's where I saw that they were saying, like, yeah, it's pretty fucking easy to kill people in the hospital.
0: Jesus, hospitals. that is insane. Yeah,
1: so I mostly got all my juice from the Wikipedia and uh, a crime library article called The Angel of Death, the Donald Harvey story.
2: <sighs> yeah! No fucking aliens
1: in that one, man. That guy sucks. He sucked a lot. He really sucked. He killed a lot of people horribly. He did people so dirty. Good job. Hey, thanks, bud. You
0: never do those kinds of stories. That's normally me.
1: They got to be a gem. Yeah. They got to be something. And I I wrote a list like a month ago of like, I'm covering this shit at this point and I have to do that. And that that was one. So I've been chewing on that one for a little while. Wow. Good job. Thanks, pal. Yikes. That Your was turn. Terribly good. <laughs> Terri- yeah, a oh guy was so crazy, so close to home, and it's like two hours yeah, away. I mean, I, I didn't, crazy. I
0: knew there was a, like an angel of death, that did that. But I guess I didn't know it was here or on maybe the,
1: I was another one I was thinking On the of. Crime Journal article I was reading, there were people that were literally responding to the comments that who had been directly affected. Jeez. Said, my grandfather, my mom, my aunt was killed by this guy, blah, blah, blah. That he is awful. He was fucking terrible
2: because I
1: originally found out about him from I was looking for just like serial killers in Kentucky in general. Uh-huh. I was going to do like one of my listy dudes. We do a lot of listies. I was going to be like this guy, this guy, this guy. And I found so much juice on that guy. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I got to fucking talk about him. Yeah piece of shit that motherfucker that's a motherfucker (laughs) none of the other people oh my god crazy yeah wow yes now it's my turn to drink and your turn to know things Um, yeah there's There's a fly (sighs) it's like that episode of breaking bad with that fly oh it's so
0: annoying (laughs) it's driving me nuts but yeah um okay so hopefully i can get past the fly situation
1: (laughs) i'm already past it i'm over here with this wine having a good time I'm actually glad that you did true crime because you're not because I'm not. There we go. All Which right.
0: I don't know that we've ever both co- have we ever both covered like the same. I keep holding
1: genre. Out. I keep holding out for the day that we cover the exact same thing.
0: I just don't think I don't sure that happening. Yeah, it's,
1: there's so much, guys the world is crazy. Okay, there's so many things. No, she can't get past the fucking it's fly man. Nuts. No, there's so much shit to cover. I doubt we'll ever overlap, but that'd be rad if we did. It would be
0: yeah. I I, d- I would freak out. We've thought about covering the Betty Broderick story together.
1: There's a few things I think that we've talked about covering Coming together: the yeah. Bali suitcase and the yeah. Coronado and Mansion
0: murders. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was the original. Those are the OG stories. Yeah. I could I could probably still I could probably still get those outside of dates and stuff. I probably know those. Pretty
0: yeah.
1: Much. Yeah. Well, but, guys, look I forward mean, to the next you, couple episodes.
0: No, no, I was saying after you looked up that true crime, you can realize how much like work it takes so
1: many more deets yeah
0: it's a lot of work to do mostly to conspiracies
1: stories. are like some guy saw something happen yeah. nobody was there to see yeah. it happen we gotta <laughs> well, that's believe the it
0: thing with that kind of stuff with like aliens and stuff like yeah you're not gonna like upset anybody if you put out the wrong detail about because the details are
1: hard something. to pin down yeah and i, I would say really quickly before you into- i want to believe i want <laughs> to believe but the more and more of the stories that I look into, I think I've become a little bit more cynical. So I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to, like, do some other stuff for a minute.
0: I've been feeling a little bit more into believing in the alien stuff the because paranormal. I've been watching Paranormal Con on camera. I, what did I there's I tra- some I, creepy shit on there. I want you to know, of
1: my own volition, I turned that on earlier. Yes, you did. Yeah. So I kind of... There's some getting...
0: creepy shit on there.
1: But I'm also, like, I don't want to say classically trained sleight of hand person, but I know a lot of card no. tricks and stuff. So it makes me a skeptic.
0: No, there's stuff where, like... People catch stuff, like, on their, like, creepy stuff on their, like, cameras, like, yeah, outside of their house that was house what we were just stuff. watching,
1: yeah. Ugh. And we have one of those. Yeah. Oh.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so I am going to be giving you a, well, okay. I'm essentially going to give you the lowdown. Give me the lowdown. On haunted dolls.
1: Oh, we going I've, back into haunted dolls, I've covered dolls, haunted bruh? dolls
0: before, but specific. I just went into the doll and gave you, like, what it is, where it is. Creepy little fucking so, thing. I'm going to talk about, like, why they're a thing. Oh, shit. And I am going go t- to go into more detail about one specific one.
2: But okay. I thought right. it would
0: be cool to kind of, like. Sure, that sounds fucking I, like, rad. Because I, looked into it and I found, like, where it was just, like, haunted dolls. And I was, like, like it was, like. Well, a- what about them? <laughs> It was like a Wikipedia on, I'm like, sure. okay. I started looking into it and there's like, there's just so much to it. Yeah. And I never really broke it down and thought like, why are haunted? Why, why specifically?
1: Why are haunted dolls?
0: But like <laughs> specifically dolls, right. yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like there are other haunted objects, but like dolls are a very specific, well, creepy, I would thing. just
1: say without any frame of reference, like dolls and like effigies have to be one of like the oldest toys. Like that, we've ever had. And so, I yep. think there's a lot in. Okay, sorry. I don't want to. That's just no, off the top you're, of my head. I am going to go dome. into like
0: a lot of the like, I would history think. And stuff.
1: Yeah, I would think that that has a lot to do with it.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to dive right in.
1: Dive we, in. Dip your tit. What? You should have said dip your tit. Oh,
0: you're right. I'm going to dip your If we're
1: going to make that, if we're going to make t shirts, you really got to. We're not I'm making t shirts. I'm going to dip t-shirts.
0: both tits.
1: Damn, that's a lot of tits. That sounds so vulgar. Sorry, guys. We're working <laughs> on some bits. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: So, a haunted doll is a handmade or manufactured doll or stuffed animal. So it can also be a stuffed animal. Okay. That is reported to be cursed or possessed in some way. Okay. Okay.
1: Sounds about right. So if it's tracking so far.
0: To start with the origins, the earliest haunted dolls were poppets, effigies.
1: I said that word.
0: And voodoo objects. Uh, I wanted to like give that definition because in my head I was like, I don't really know if I know what like, a poppet definition is.
1: Yeah, it's like a poppet. It's an English thing, isn't it? It's a
0: small figure of a human being used in sorcery and witchcraft. Oh. And then effigy, like you said, if somebody doesn't know, is a sculpture or model of a person. Yeah. And then voodoo objects are just like, I think just objects are... I think when I
1: said effigy, I was like, what's the smartest word for doll you can think of? (laughs) Try to sound as douchey as you can.
0: So these items were created for either religious or ceremonial purposes. Uh Uh-huh. And these... Traditional objects were later acquired by various civilizations for mythical purposes or the occult. Right?
1: So, even out of the gate, dolls and all that shit were used for magic.
0: Or, like, long story short. Yeah, ritualistic, magic, ceremonial. Magic. These kinds of things, yeah, right? Magic. Um, in Rome, dolls were used quite often in magical rituals to represent a connection with a god or goddess.
1: Fucking rad.
0: Egyptian priests and magicians often used poppets for ceremonial purposes, to free the body of evil or to place curses on those who went against the will of the gods. Uh. So, I mean, that's, like, really early on. No, but that's about,
1: like, fucking cool to you know. know. Like, that's fucking yeah. cool.
0: Um, they, it, this, hey, it went into a lot of, like, Wiccan stuff, and I don't sure. feel comfortable talking about Wiccan because... I just don't feel like I
1: know enough to... I don't,
0: and I know that, like, back in the day, it was seen as, like, if you were a witch or a wiccan or whatever like yeah very negative and i know now like i think wiccans are a very more seen They're, as a yeah, very but, more positive yeah
1: thing. It's, i just think it's like with paganism as well it's just like i don't know enough about the school of thought to yeah. even offer because i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't i wouldn't be the one
0: yeah so some of the earliest effigies were used by african native american and european cultures And the European poppet has its roots in early Germanic and Scandinavian tribes who use them for ceremonial purposes. Fucking rad. Yeah. Um, Which I will say this about the thing I read about the Wiccan. It said modern day Wiccans have adapted this practice for their own uses and believe a poppet is a symbolic representation of a person and spells and other actions are performed on the poppet to transfer... Sorry, to transfer whatever might be affecting the targeted individual out of their body in something like a healing ritual. Okay, so for me that kind of shows the Wiccan in like a more like positive. Healing light. and positive. And I like... think like... that is like if yeah. you're a Wiccan, reach out because I don't know anything about it. And I, I mean didn't...
1: back in the day when being oh. a witch was a bad thing, they'd burn you if you float and they'd burn you if you sank. Like it's just, you know. Yeah. Witches had a bad rap, you know?
0: So something else that I looked into. Hold on, I'm sorry, I've got to pull What it. was it? On my phone. Is this thing called which i didn't know anything about until i started looking into this that could kind of be related it's called the uncanny valley
1: the uncanny valley
0: yeah um in aesthetics the uncanny valley is a hypothesized relationship between the degree of an object's resemblance to a human being and the emotional response to an object so the concept suggests that humanoid objects which imperfectly resemble actual human beings Provoke uncanny or strangely familiar feelings of eeriness in oh, observers. Fuck, that's deepest, right? We, and and now like we're a an whole, existential podcast. There's a whole like um, graph.
1: Whoa. It's this whole, cra- but
0: I just wanted to like, like, just put that in there. If you guys want, yeah. feel like you, that's something you want to go look more into. It's also the kind,
1: uncanny valley. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's also kind of like that's what I'm calling this
1: episode, probably
0: <laughs> with, I guess, just like robotics. And those kinds of sure. things, like, like, you know, AIs and the way that like those things that you see being created have to like be like kind creepy of creepy com- the fuck out, even yeah. though they're like very humanoid.
2: And it's kind of like compatible. You're not, though. Like-
1: also, I really don't mean to side sidetrack, no, but I've been listening to this really great podcast and this is not a plug, but it's called it is a plug for them. It's called Dust and it's a, a narrative style podcast. And they it's kind of like Black Mirror, Twilight Zone in the future. And it's rad. And if you like that kind of stuff, go listen to oh, yeah, Dust. Oh, yeah, you it's were talking about cool. that. super cool. I love it. Sorry.
0: So then I also do want to just say that there is also a phobia that people have of dolls. Yeah. Called pediophobia. I'm sorry? It's called <laughs> pediophobia.
1: I think I have that.
0: And it's a specific phobia because it's specific to an irrational fear of something that poses no actual threat.
1: Well, that's rude.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well maybe you're That's how I feel about styrofoam. was <laughs> I just don't like that it's called that it's called that. I don't... It's too close. It makes
1: you feel like you're scared of pedophiles and you shouldn't be. You should kick them in the nuts. You should never be scared of them.
0: <laughs> okay, so next I'm going to talk about like this thing called fetishism. Okay? Which is oh, no. defined as is worshiping it sex dolls? No. It's like West African fetish magic. It's worshipping an object believed to have magical power to protect or aid its owner. In West African culture, they use dolls placed inside or around homes, and for every wish or harm inflicted on another, a nail was driven into the doll's body. Shit. So, you know, that also to me reflects a little bit of voodooism. because sure. you know, whenever you see voodoo dolls in like I'm talking like the basic like Well this would've been this see- would've been a long time ago
1: too, right? Sure, sure. Yeah.
0: I'm just like thinking like you know, when you think of like somebody putting like yeah yeah this would have been like um this west probably African the would origins have been like 16th 17th yeah, probably century like the,
1: even earlier probably probably
0: um, additionally they would put chicken blood and other various liquids on the dolls bodies and are described to have a malevolent ambiance
1: malevolent yeah ambiance it actually that sounds
0: but yeah and with that like. Because of the alienness of African culture, Europeans in the 16th and 17th centuries were like, yeah. What the and fuck is that? it was like sorcery and sure. like avoided those kinds of objects. So sure. yeah, I definitely would have been like just way their native that, beliefs in general. Yeah. yeah,
1: fuck those guys.
0: Sure. So okay, which is pretty much us. So you know. Now I'm gonna go into like the psychology of mm. what is like haunted, creepy, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. This a lot of the, my initial stuff is from Wikipedia. Because it just really laid it out and I just kind of broke it down. Laid it Um, out, break it down.
1: Lay it out and break it down, mate.
0: So, the psychology around why people perceive dolls as creepy.
1: is because they are.
0: um, Has been studied a lot. And specifically, in a 2013 study by psychologist Frank McAndrew... Named doll collecting as one of the creepiest hobbies an individual could have.
1: I can see that 1000%. It's kind
0: of funny because my grandma would buy us dolls for Christmas and her birthday (coughs) every year for like 10 years. And she
1: made dolls. She did. Yeah. Yep.
0: She did. But it wasn't, those weren't creepy.
1: No, those were But I do find dolls very creepy. Same.
0: So. Frank McAndrew stated that it was related to uncertainty as something, quote, might be dangerous, but you are not sure it is. Okay. In 2015, an article from uh, Smithsonian.com, writer Linda Rodriguez McRobbie stated that dolls inhabit the area, sorry, quote, dolls inhabit this area of uncertainty largely because they look human, but we know they are not. Uh-huh. Since the doll lacks ability to mimic human brains, at the most basic evolutionary tactic remains suspicious of whether or not it is human since they may expect the doll to mimic their own actions.
1: Yeah, okay, okay.
0: This leads to feelings of physical coldness when the doll does not act the way one thinks it should. You didn't. But it's just like creepy too. Like You
1: didn't whip in Nae May. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was your turn.
0: I don't know. So I know that's a lot. I mean, hey, will from... you
1: pass me that wine though really quick? Oh, yeah.
0: oh my god i know that was kind of like heavy when it comes to the history kind of bulk of it and no that was
1: i know probably i love that shit like i love like that's why one of the first podcasts i ever listened to was lore because it it breaks down like where shit comes from you know i love that shit
0: well and i want i i thought i thought it made sense to talk about like also, like, why do we think it's creepy? Like, yeah, where does why, the psychology why? come from? I love initially, that. to me, I'm like, it's movies, it's the movies, yeah, it's the that's yeah. the reason dolls are creepy, yeah. but it's not, it's actually a lot of things, it's a lot of
1: different compounded different. shit that yeah. we're not even aware of. Like, that's those things, it's like one of those, that's one of the stuff that like it's, it gets me because it's almost like subconscious, like it's just part of who we are yeah. as people to feel that way. And there's so much data to back that shit up that you're like, wow, that's that's crazy,
0: yeah, well, and then you think, oh, yeah, sure, movies. But where did they get the? Yeah, where did they from? get the? Because they, they were already was, it was already creepy. There something that was creepy, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Everybody don't woke up at three a.m. with the the chair and the doll sitting on it. But it's like maybe your laundry. But it's you know what I mean. Like those mm-hmm. those those those, ha- those weird hours where you wake up and shit's creepy. I don't For know. For sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely had those moments oh, like my growing God. up. When, yeah. Well, I mean, as a little as a girl. I mean, same. Boys, as a little girl, I was terrified. Boys can have dolls too, but I'm saying you didn't have dolls. Me growing up having dolls. Yeah, it,
1: I, but I think it's the same thing with like. It, I don't think there was any difference between dolls and action, action figures. figures yeah, know? and I had I a shitload of those, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, but po- a porcelain baby's a little bit <laughs> so much creepier. I had not one porcelain
1: <laughs> Spider Man, not a, not one.
0: <laughs> um. So speaking of like what I was saying with movies and pop culture and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. As of 2017, the market had arisen where people were actually searching for dolls that,
1: that were, were supposed spooky. to be
0: like paranormal or have you a paranormal guys. like whatever an entity or haunted or something right yeah um there were movies like annabelle right yeah and
1: fucking chucky fucking chucky
0: yeah i'll get to that but according to Catherine carlson of the new yorkers uh, talking about like these dolls that might have like be possessed or whatever sure, sure saying that they bring with them a certain fascination that a regular doll does not since quote a haunted doll requires proof or at least enough of a backstory that a protect prospective buyer can embrace the possibility of the supernatural so like these people searching out for they want it they want it to be haunted the
1: fuck you guys no
0: and you can that find what's crazy, crazy to me is that you can find these dolls if you go look them up They're sold on eBay, Amazon, Etsy, and a bunch
1: of other sites. It's kind of like when you told the story of the Dybbuk box. The dude was, like, selling it online because he was just like, this shit is fucking hard as fuck. Get it the fuck out of here, which is a very early episode. Go check it out.
0: Etsy? You can even get them on Etsy? Get
1: the fuck out of here. And, like, how many are there?
0: I don't know. Probably. Oh, yeah. Tons, right? yeah, Yeah, yeah. Catherine Carlson, again, of The New Yorker, says that most of these... Like listings that you see are accompanied by stories and a background and claims because well, that's this really stuff, what
2: you
1: buy, right? right? Yeah, you know,
0: folklore professor—that's a thing.
1: <sighs> I love it. I wish
0: Libby Tucker she purchased Libby Tucker. I, I'm assuming it's a she, a she. That could be a he. I shouldn't put a, that on there. The
1: human Libby Tucker, yes,
0: purchased an allegedly haunted doll for discussion in her folklore on the supernatural class, and said that the value of such item for folklore researchers is considerable.
1: Wow. I mean Snow does up. not fuck with haunted anything.
0: So with what I had brought up earlier, like I always just feel like it's the movies and stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna just like lightly touch on that because there are also dolls that are were the inspiration for movies. As I've sure. touched on. Yeah. I've actually touched on both of these that I'm about to talk about. Like Robert the doll and Annabelle. Uh-huh. We, uh huh. We you have
1: covered both of those. Uh
0: huh. Were inspirations for different movies.
1: <laughs> the... We drink, okay.
0: <laughs> so, Child's Play obviously is yeah. about a killer doll named Chucky, which was inspired by the story of Robert the Doll, which I talked about. Which in the OG a million, story of that is
1: so fucked up. Million it's years so, ago.
0: so yeah, but it's definitely really creepy. I don't remember what episode I talked about that on. Yeah. And then the whole franchise of that. Of Chucky actually grossed more than two hundred fifty million dollars. Damn, that's how popular as the scary even though it's scary, are. yeah. And the doll Annabelle was the source of uh, inspiration for Annabelle and the Conjuring movies, right? Yeah. Haunted dolls have also haunted dolls have also made appearances on t- TV right sure.
1: twilight zone in
0: an episode yes i'm gonna talk about that in an episode of go- of ghost hunters they visit a haunted island of dolls which i uh. is creepy have you never seen the island of dolls
1: yeah where is it um
0: i don't know but i've seen it and it's so creepy. yeah man also, a murdering haunted doll named Talky Tina appeared in the Twilight Zone, which is one of my favorite original episodes of yep, Twilight when Zone. when you show, cause, ever because
1: I definitely Talky
0: Tina. <laughs> yeah, you
1: definitely are the one that showed me Twilight Zone. Oh, and the original. You're for sure. the one that showed me that, and that, I think that was one of the first episodes because you have like a list of go-to Twilight Zone episodes. Uh-huh, I do, and that's, that's high on the list.
0: Yeah. Well, that doll, that Talkie Tina episode, was actually inspired by the real-life toy Chatty Cathy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And it became an inspiration. You're being a real
1: chatty Kathy.
0: <laughs> it became an inspiration to The Simpsons, which I've never, I didn't watch The Simpsons, so you may know this. Yeah. They had a, I didn't watch episode... that much of The
1: Simpsons, but yeah. What? Not as, I haven't watched as much of The Simpsons as I wish I had, uh, but yeah. Well, yeah, they had yeah. an
0: episode called Treehouse of, of Horror. They
1: do it every Halloween.
0: Okay. And instead of being talky Tina, it was Krusty the Clown toy doll.
1: Oh, but it was like the same storyline kind yeah. of.
0: And then this also really fucking creeps me out. SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh-huh. There is an episode where it's called Sanitation Insanity, and sounds
1: about right. It sounds Sounds pretty relevant to the world we're in right now. But like, Sp- I be SpongeBob. Everything is for
0: little kids, right?
1: Yeah, I th- in the same way that like all kid, like really good kid cartoons are for adults as well.
0: I guess. Well, Squidward and SpongeBob find a talking doll, and the doll goes on to say that it wants to destroy Squidward. Sure. So I mean, just like SpongeBob creepy enough as it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We I think we I think we came up like the generation after SpongeBob's.
0: Yeah, well, I was not a SpongeBob. I was fan. not a
1: Spongebob's guy. I was a Hey Arnold kid.
0: I actually think it was like right in our. Yeah. Wheel. I don't know. It was like was right like, when I was. I think getting that's out like that. don't know. right when
1: that shit was popping is right when I really found anime oh, as a young man. Probably because I don't have any SpongeBob tattoos. I'll tell you that much.
0: Ugh. I don't get it. I don't. I get don't SpongeBob. get it.
1: I'm sure it's great, but like I had like. Rocco's Modern Life and but Doug I hated and hey I hated Rocko's Modern oh Life. Oh my god, that was one of my. Oh my god, that, that was like, one of my favorites. Rocco's Modern
0: Life and Ren and Stimpy were like I did not enjoy. Ren and enjoy. Stimpy
1: like was too much. I Mom didn't and Dad, get it. my
0: parents would not let me watch. Uh, I don't think Ren I was allowed Stimpy.
1: to either. I wasn't allowed to watch South Park. And then, well,
0: no, that's an adult show.
1: Yeah, but then me and my homie we started watching that. But like, shit. there's a
0: difference between how vulgar so Ren and Stimpy was for kids, yeah. and how like South Park is for adults. It's
1: like on the nose vulgar. Like, yeah. it's not even trying Ugh. to. Like a lot of cartoons can put in some subtext for like adults, to, for like adults to like, oh, oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get that. But
1: yeah, Ren and Stimpy's like just gross, gr- gratuitous. Yeah, but. Rocco's modern life, though that was that shit.
0: I I didn't, I didn't enjoy that show. Hey, Arnold. Anyway, we're not talking about those shows. Sorry,
1: we could do a podcast on Nickelodeon though. Whenever you're ready.
0: So I'm going to highlight a few of like the most famous haunted Dolls, and then I'm going to give you a little more in depth about one specifically.
2: Okay, let's get it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to just quickly reiterate who Robert and Annabelle are because they're like lead ticket items here. Yeah.
1: I'll try. What I'll try to do is put what episode we actually covered those on in the show notes. yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Robert is a doll on display at the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida, and was once owned by Key West painter and author Robert Eugene Otto. The doll is alleged to be possessed by spirits and was the inspiration for Chucky the doll, as I said, uh-huh. in the 1988 movie Child's Play. Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll, which most people don't know, which I talk about in that yeah. episode. Um,
1: when you tell the story, it doesn't feel like it'd be a raggedy. No, you know not what at I mean? all, because it's so creepy. Yeah.
0: But alleged by Ed and Lorraine Warren to be haunted and displayed in their occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut. And the doll served as the inspiration for the films The Codring and Annabelle, as I said.
1: Okay. And the whole universe, probably in a way.
0: Yeah. So there's another one that I have never heard of called, these are all like the main ones on like Wikipedia, which so I thought, well, they're probably like sure. the most haunted. It's called Letta the Doll. Carrie Walton of Brisbane, Australia has appeared on a number of television programs with a doll he claims. To have found while visiting an ab- abandoned building in 1972. Nope. Nope. In, that's probably not how you say it, but Wagga Wagga, Australia? I don't W-A-G-G-A. I, I don't know. I
1: don't know Wagga Wagga. Wagga <laughs> Wagga. I think there are a few people from Australia that listen. Tell us how Tell the us fuck how to say, say that. that. Our apologies.
0: According to Walton, he named the doll, quote, Letta Me Out, like L-E-T-T-A. Oh, geez. Because of its supposedly supernatural characteristics. He claims to have experienced the first supernatural occurrence when his children reported seeing objects moving around their house at night and that people have seen the doll move in front of them. And nope. The doll has left visible scuff marks. Can you marks.
1: imagine a little fucking fabric thing like... No. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. Even know if this one's fabric. Pants. I don't know what this one looks Either like. Either way, a fake fucking thing moving around. Yeah. Like, shit my pants. But the
0: dolls also have apparently left visible scuff marks around the house.
1: Well, that's rude, honestly. I mean, you have so, to think about the yeah. integrity of the house.
0: Um, next, next we have Okiku. O-K-I-K-U. Okay. According to modern Japanese folklore, in 1918, a teenager named... I'm going to say it wrong. Ikishi Suzuki purchased a large doll from Hokkaido for his younger sister, Okiku. Who gave the doll? I feel like you nailed all of that. Okay, I I I mean
1: I don't speak Japanese. However, I've watched a lot of (laughs) a lot of subbed anime.
0: When Okiku died, her family came to believe that Okiku's spirit was inhabiting the doll, and the hair on the doll was growing.
1: Stop it! The doll
0: resides in
1: what? That's so fucking creepy, bro.
0: Do you know how to say that?
1: Meninji. Meninji. Meninji Temple. The doll
0: resides in Meninji. Meninji. I don't know how you spell Manin-Gi, it.
1: Meninji maybe. Meninji Temple.
0: Temple. M-A-N-N-E-N-J-I. Hokkaido. I probably messed that up again. Uh, where it is claimed that a priest regularly trims its still growing hair.
1: Oh my gosh. That's that creepy. That is
0: I know that I probably butchered a lot of those words, crazy. but I thought that was that one was creepy. That's crazy. Um, and then lastly, before I get into the main one, I'm going to talk about yeah, yeah, is pupa p u p a. Sorry, pupa p u p a pupa pupa pupa. According to stories published on the internet, pupa is a doll said to contain the spirit of a dead Italian girl.
1: Oh, that's so. It's not as cute as the name. No, the name is quite cute. The story is sad.
0: Okay, and so then another main one on there is called Mandy,
1: right? Mandy.
0: And this one was the reason I kind of gave like the lo- the lowdown like of all that other stuff was because I felt like there wasn't like a ton about this doll. Yeah. But I still felt like it was enough to like.
1: Talk about. End
0: it with. Touch this on. This specific doll.
1: I almost talked about two serial killers. That's crazy. I almost was like, maybe I won't have enough. I'll do another.
0: You almost talked about more than one yeah, on there, that guy? There's
1: more than one from Kentucky. There's like a really, really bad one. No,
0: I mean like you, the fact that you thought you, you weren't gonna have enough on that is crazy. Yeah. So, the a ridge, a ridge like a ridge, story
1: on a bridge is what I'm gonna start
0: with of the Mandy doll. Okay. So a man was walking past a farmhouse when he thought he heard some crying coming from within. Okay. Okay. I'm reading like this story, right? Give me this the story. The odd part about this child's cry was that the passerby knew the farmhouse to have been completely empty and nope. abandoned, so Fuck. there I'm out would not be a child present, right? Sure. He walked up the drive, knocked on the door, found no answer, but the crying continued. So he kept looking around, and he ended up empty- he ended up entering the empty farmhouse and discovered the crying came from. Below his feet, right. So,
1: nope. Now he knows that
0: it's the crying has come from the cellar. Okay. Uh So he goes back outside to find the outside entrance to the cellar, and as he opened the storm doors, light illuminated the room, and he made a shocking discovery. He found the body of a young girl who had been dead for a while, lying on the floor, who held a doll in her arms. Okay, it's not known why the girl was in the cellar, what happened, if it was an accident, if it was, you know, a crime, but sure. it was believed that when she died, her spirit descended, sorry, that her spirit decided to inhabit the doll.
2: Ooh. Okay? okay? So that's like
0: our, our, you know, creepy. Creepy, creepy. creepy. Back story of Mandy. If you want to see, I have a picture.
1: That's Mandy. Oh my God, that is wretched. <laughs> That is truly. It's
0: really just because of what I'll. It's I'm like a des-
1: little scarred up Rocky in go, a fucking baptism robe. I'm gonna go a,
0: into the description about it. So, geez, Mandy,
1: <laughs> I gotta look away. That's fucking me up. <laughs> so wow, Mandy that's the doll gross. It's not gross. Crazy. It's not as
0: creepy as Robert. Or I think Robert. Robert didn't
1: even have a fucking face. That girl has details.
0: Robert. Well, okay, yeah. Okay, so Mandy the doll was donated to the Quiznell and District Museum in British Columbia in After 18- a
1: failed boxing career. ...in
0: 1991, and has been described as Canada's Annabelle. Ugh. The curator of the museum was sitting at her desk when an antique doll, Mandy, was uh-huh. put down in front of her, and she realized that she- it was a 90-plus-year-old doll. The donor... Putting this 90-plus-year-old doll in front of her, was talking about how it was getting old and fragile, and she didn't want her young daughter playing with it and further damaging it. Sure. So the doll, named Mandy, Uh had belonged to the woman's grandmother, but rather than being sad, apparently, with departing with it, with giving it, you know, she seemed very, like, anxious to get rid of this, like... Apparent treasured cursed po- ass fucking. treasured possession of hers, right?
1: Haunted fucking doll.
0: So the doll had an incredibly creepy look to it. Its clothing was old and faded. The soft stuffed parts of his body were ripped in certain places, and like maybe some like the foam uh-huh, stuff was coming out. Uh-huh. But the creepiest part, which you were just talking about, is the doll's face. It was realistically painted and had glass eyes. But the forehead over the doll's right eye is cracked. Which actually caused the eye to protrude slightly. Yeah,
1: it's spooky. Yeah. It looks like it's scarred.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's sad looking. So Mandy was taken to the museum's workroom because they took it in, right? Yeah. To undergo some maintenance before it could be displayed on display. <laughs> to be placed <laughs> on display.
1: <laughs> we have to display it before we can display This is really, I hate it.
0: this. They So they put the doll in plastic a plastic bag to test whether or not they're had been bugs in it. Because, you know, old dolls, have they yeah, crash, sure, the bugs sure. would get in there get and live in and it. Live, yeah. And so they knew that if they put it in this bag, the bag would catch any of the bugs that came out. Because <sighs> sure. they, would, they would start to suffocate or whatever. And they yeah. would know if they, it was infested and they could clean it up. But after they put it in the plastic bag, it really, like, made the staff member- members really Uncomfortable, uneasy. yeah. And when they were working in the same room as the doll... <coughs> They heard the bag rustle as if the doll had moved Stop it inside. Stop it! And it was not bugs. They there was <laughs> not <laughs> bugs <laughs> in it. But they not heard a bug one. No, they heard movement in the bag, and the doll would change positions. Oh no! Which yeah. is creepy,
1: guys. Burn it.
0: So after the initial,
1: I hate shit like this. Like
0: look over of the doll and everything was complete. They had to photograph it, which is something that they do for every artifact in the museum, so they can put it in their like record book. Yeah. I guess I'm sure to preserve, you know, how it came in. Whatever. Um, so the next morning when Staff re-entered the lab, they found it had been messed up overnight. Small objects had been thrown around the room and across the floor. <laughs> Larger, heavier objects had just been pushed over on the spot.
1: Uh, I just, you just see, like, a little alabaster doll thrown in an absolute fucking temper tantrum. That I mean, is
0: what it was like, though.
1: Yeah, it's exactly... I mean, you a know what I'm saying? A little kid
0: throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. They also said that uh, any of the time that it was left... She was left in a room overnight. Yeah, ex- exactly what you said. The curator likened the mess to what would happen if a child had thrown a tantrum in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So something I also want to note is that this isn't like a haunted artifacts museum.
1: This is a regular museum. It's a, it's
0: a museum that takes in old artifacts. It's not like.
1: But not like specifically this shit is haunted. Yeah.
0: Exactly, okay. it's not like okay. a paranormal haunting museum right. or anything like that. So it's
1: not on the nose. Like they're not promoting this. No, kind they're not of taking thing. it in because yeah. they think it's like haunted yeah. or whatever. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't promoted to them that way when they got the object either. It was
1: just this shit is old like as I can't into it.
0: But um, so an article on Huffington Post there was an article with the museum and heritage manager for the city of Quesnel. um told the Huffington Post, like, had the, this um, interview, which sure. I wanted to kind of, like, touch yeah. on. She says, oh, she's quite popular. And that, quote, I think a portion of our visitors come specifically to see her. Uh-huh. The, the museum has had visitors from all over the world, including groups of psychics and even once a film crew from Japan.
1: Oh, that's, I mean, to be that widespread is pretty remarkable. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: Sorry. <laughs> So it says that Mandy was initially discovered in 1991 by a young woman in the area, and the woman had recently had a baby and found the doll while cleaning out her grandmother's house, which would be, I guess, the woman who brought it in. Sure. According to the museum's website, and while the doll was in the woman's house, this is the woman who brought it in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. While the doll was in her house... She would frequently wake up in the middle of the night and hear a baby crying from the basement.
1: Oh, uh, she decided she didn't that want her is young. was fucking so scary. So dude. scary. So scary.
0: Um, yeah, and apparently, whenever she would go into the basement, she would just find like an open window and like the curtains breezing, and like <laughs> wouldn't find <laughs> anything but the doll.
1: Scary. Oh, she would find the doll though. Yeah. Oh no.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so she obviously didn't want to keep this doll around because it's quote, cracked and you don't want the sure, baby to yeah. get hurt or whatever. But I guess the connection that it did keep with her family is that it took her daughter's name, which was uh Mandy. Well, it says marianda or Mandy for short, which I've never heard that. But I'm just going to go with Mandy. Yeah. Oh, Mandy. That's a very man. Yeah, I don't know it. Mm. Mandy's OK, so <laughs> Mandy now after got put in her own locked glass cage. With a little stuffed lamb on her lap.
1: Yeah, that's it's it's fucking spooky looking.
0: Yeah. There are lots of stories of the lamb somehow turning up on the floor outside of the case. There are also frequent reports of the doll's eyes following visitors around the room. Uh. This is, I love this part of this interview. Children frequently visit the museum on school trips and many have heard stories about the doll. Right.
2: OK.
1: And it's
0: this quote. The kids all know about her. So we often have very terrified young children.
1: <laughs> yeah, no we're going, shit. We're gonna actually go to the place where the uh, the ghost woman I would shit. I would be the little guy like in the back, well, like so, I'm gonna look at it, but I'm shook so
0: much to the point where once a young girl fainted in front of Mandy's oh, case... Oh no! She was kept overnight in the emergency room before being let out. Oh no! Yeah, they said that, that would it be was,
1: exactly. I would be that little girl. They it said that me. it was
0: probably just a case of her like freaking herself out and sure. like her blood pressure. Pressure dropped, but I mean, poor little kid.
1: <laughs> he just got so stuck. She has
0: to go in this fucking field trying to trip. be brave. Like, to so go like, through school. Here's this spoon that oh this my here's God. the wheel that these uh, made. Here's the and here's this haunted doll. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but
0: there was a one story that this same person that we're interviewing, Elizabeth Hunter, the museum and heritage manager, okay, right? Okay,
1: okay, okay,
0: said that she couldn't explain away. She had heard reports about one of the Curatorial, is that sound right? Of one of the curatorial assistants who worked at the museum long before she had started, when Mandy first arrived, that one of their common processes involved photographing the museum's archive. As I was talking about,
1: okay,
2: yeah.
0: When the assistant tried to take a photo of Mandy, there was reportedly a disturbance, something falling off of a shelf. Oh. The assistant apparently fled in fear, and when she came back, she could tell something sinister had happened because things were turned upside down. And everything was in disarray, and um, you know, she like was totally freaked out. And apparently, this chick that I'm doing that is doing the interview that I was talking about. She didn't really believe it until she asked the former assistant to come back. Uh, like, not when she you know when right when she was doing this. Yeah, right. I don't know. She had her. She had her come back. Sure, sure. And sure. she <laughs> said, uh, I thought that this was something that they'd done to try to hype the story of the haunted doll. But when she came back, she was genuinely scared and she would not go near where the doll was.
1: I get it. Fuck, yeah. fuck that shit. Yeah. I don't like possession, man. Possession fucks me up. I don't like it.
0: Mandy reached her peak in popularity in the late 1990s when the doll, the former curator, and the donor were invited to appear on the Montel Williams show.
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah. So there is a psychic named Sylvia Brown that read Mandy's energy uh-huh. and apparently determined that the doll had originally belonged to twins with polio. Okay. And according to the psychic, the mother's grief implanted into the doll after the twins died. Oof. So it's just another little...
1: Yeah. yeah. Just like where, where, where the energy might have come from.
0: Yeah. And this chick also says, when things go wrong at the museum, we'll say, oh, maybe that's Mandy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Creepy. Also following her initial arrival at the museum, there were unexplained footsteps around the museum. Lunches would disappear from the fridges and turn up in drawers.
1: What? And
0: office supplies, like pens, pictures, books, and other items would just go miss and just vanish. Just poof. Yeah. Sure. Museum visitors have also claimed that their batteries drain around the doll and their camera light acts erratically in the haunted doll's possession. Or Present
1: Jesus. <laughs> Why does she have their phones? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you know what I meant. Yeah, it's all good. That's also, I know nuts, the initial man. like when they took the pictures, the initial pictures yeah. that she took, uh-huh. they came out like just
2: just blown do, out, distorted, and, and they had the
0: doll like standing up. It's so. <laughs> but I'll just end with. Psyching investigators who have visited Mandy state that the doll is most likely possessed by the spirit of a young little girl who only wants attention from people around her. And that's why the doll is only mischievous and never violent. And,
1: and like malevolent. Yeah. yeah.
0: A benevolent.
1: Malevolent. Be- benevolent. benevolent. Is- malevolent. Malevolent. benevolent.
0: <laughs> no, but yeah. So that's just kind of like a background and, and, Quick history and psychology and whatever through that's
1: fucking haunted dolls. it's cool to think about why we would, why yeah. we would have well, those ideologies. I initially was just, apparently, yeah.
0: I was initially just going in to do the story of Mandy, sure, and it wasn't as in depth, I felt, as Robert or Annabelle, yeah. And I didn't want to just, I, I you know, how I like I think it. you fucking crushed it, but then I found this whole thing about. She's going more in depth into haunted dolls himself, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I never thought about any of this."
1: Yeah, so. that's fucking rad, man. I loved that. I had a great time. I hope y'all had a great time.
0: Yeah, we gave you some creepy haunted and some true crime. Of, a
1: this is a girthy sewed.
0: Yeah, it's probably one of our longer ones, isn't it?
1: Of recent memory, yeah, we've we've been keeping them kind of shorter. So uh, thank you all so much for listening. Yes, man. Um,
0: email us at we drink we know things podcast at gmail yes. with topic ideas. Anything we said wrong that you want us to correct or
1: But don't be a douche. Just over, you can overall douche.
0: comments about what you think or how you feel. Yeah. And oh really
1: that. really quickly, hold on, I'm so sorry. Um Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell that story that we talked about. So there's a there's a guy that I communicate with. He he listens to the podcast, his name's Ryan. Okay. And he sent me some info about a, about a thing today and I'm going to cover it, but I didn't have we were doing this tonight. Yeah, we talked about it oh, today. Cool. All right. So, so shout out I'm, to a it's, listener right. Yeah, man. So I'm going to definitely get it done uh ne- probably next episode I'm going to cover cool. it. Cool. So, yeah, That's I mean, exciting. if you're listening, yeah, I'm going to cover we it. We love next topic
0: week. ideas. I mean, obviously there's so much to find out there, but like we want to know it's what you want to hear world, as man. well and
1: there's also a contact thing on our website at yeah drink your nothings podcast and, or no we drink dot you can just go there and contact us email us right from there
0: yeah and please if you're enjoying the show leave us a five out of five star review
1: nothing with- no, no, no other things <laughs> five out of five and a written review man you can
0: just say ham sandwich as we always say
1: and and, uh, and the other things that we talked about
0: earlier. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Yeah, man. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode as usual. And we hope you come back.
1: Yeah. We'll see y'all real soon.
0: All right. Have a good one. Be safe. Uh, bye. Bye. Oh, my God. I hate when you do that.